seal the deal. <laughs> this is episode five of Getting Your Wedding's Worth. Welcome back. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jeannie. And we're going to talk to you now about uh, actually getting this thing nailed down, getting That's these right. people hired. So, hey, you've done all your homework. That's right. Hopefully you got an A+. Plus. Oh, I'm hoping. Extra credit. That's right. All that good stuff. You might get some extra credit if you did your homework. If you listen to our Weddings Worth yeah, podcast, you, you can get some extra credit. Absolutely might. That's the goal. Um, so now you've got your dream team. You got them listed out on a piece of paper Compared somewhere. Them Compared them all. Compared their services. You know who you want. Right. You got it. Um, so what do you do now? Well, the first thing you need to do is you need to make sure that your date is available. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of So important. if you didn't already check that when you were doing your homework you need to check it now and if you have a vendor um that you're dealing with that you haven't um checked the date with you need to have a backup vendor because uh, yeah. uh dates sell out on a daily basis especially with popular vendors mm-hmm. so you may have somebody who uh who you talked to last week and you know now it's sold out so um i guess one thing we didn't say when we were talking about doing your homework was it's all due really quickly Oh, yeah. (laughs) This is not a semester-long project. No. No, you do your homework, you hire your team, and now the pocketbook's got to come out. Does anybody even know what a pocketbook is? I don't know. All right, checkbook. Credit card. Credit card. Debit card. uh, (laughs) PayPal. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about paying. Let's talk about getting these things nailed down. Uh, A little bit of advice. Uh, You probably have heard this if you've read literally any wedding magazine, but you need to have a contract. Any any vendor that's providing services for your wedding day should have a contract. Um, I've gotten to the point now when I work with friends and family, I still require a contract. Uh, it makes communication a lot easier. It makes um, it cuts down on miscommunication. Right. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna be here for twelve hours, and you're telling me now you're only gonna be here for eight. Well, why did you think that? Well, because we didn't have a contract. Right. right. So you have to have a contract. Um, you sign the contract, and guess what? You have to put some money down. That's right. Um, this is very similar to, say, booking a hotel reservation. They, You are committing that you are going to use these services on that day. Um, I call it a retainer fee. Mm-hmm. Because what's happening is you're pulling my availability off of my calendar. So now I can't work for anybody else that day. Uh, if anybody else asks me to work that day, I'm obligated to tell them no. Right. Um, and like we just said, people should be doing this homework quickly. So if I tell someone no, they're going to book somebody else. Right. I mean, they, they are first come first served rule. Yes. Type people. It's, you know, that's how the wedding industry works. And so, um, hopefully maybe another moment where we can pull the curtain back just a little bit and remind people of that, that, um, you know, it's not just the. It's not just telling me you want me. It's not just signing the contract. It's paying the retainer. Right. Um, and it happens It happens a few times a year where somebody comes back and they're ready to pay and it's already been sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that happens. So you just have to be on top right. of it. And you don't want to lose that date. You want to be prompt. Yeah. And uh, that's going to take a lot of stress off of you in order to do that, too. Yeah. Check it off your list. Mm-hmm. Put it in your planner. One less thing you have to do for your dream wedding. Yes. Um, so, you know, after you've paid, uh, you know, signed something, put down your money, uh, the next steps really are kind of a little bit of waiting, but also just a little bit of follow-up. Keep in touch with them. Kind of find out uh, what the next steps really are from you. Some vendors have planning forms. Some vendors don't. Some vendors want to meet in person. Some vendors don't. Um, so it can be... 
there's there's no one size fits all answer to how everybody runs their business. And so I understand that makes it a little confusing for the consumer because it's like, well, this person required me to meet with them. And now you're telling me I don't have to. And, you know, um, get to know them, uh, find out maybe uh, why they require or don't require meeting. Um, if you're not comfortable booking online, uh, just let them know. You know, say I, I'm much more comfortable meeting you in person. And um, if they aren't willing to accommodate that, I would be a little concerned. Um, I don't encourage myself personally. I don't encourage in-person meetings. They aren't a necessity for me not, to do my not job. Not for you. I know. I know. Years ago, when the business first started, you guys did, but that was also you were trying to make a name for yourself, and things have changed. I mean, just right. The internet. Right. That that's what has we're changed. old people. We're old. We had a that's business before changed. the internet. That's right. Um, yeah, I, I rely on the internet. I think it's really it's really efficient. Um, I like efficiency. Um, I like organization and like having everything all in one place. And so that's my style. Um, I've seen people do the same job I do with a bunch of handwritten notes. That would drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know think think that think about that in the booking process maybe ask those questions early on oh how do you take notes about my day and how do you keep them organized and um again is that something that i'm gonna have to do on my end or is that are you a full service vendor or are you like partial service vendor and that's where experience counts too because these people with the experience have been up against just about everything you can think of um and they know how to handle it if they have the experience yeah, so they're going to have a system in place, um, and if they don't, then I would suggest that you get one in place, and that's just going to save you some heartache on the, the day of. If something does start to go off the rails, you'll be prepared. Just a little side note on the, on the whole uh, meeting with, with the vendors. Uh, you had a story about somebody that had all this food made for somebody to, yep. to, t- to taste. It just kind of goes back to, uh, you know... Be on time, make your appointments, that kind of thing with the people that you do want to meet with, like your caterer. Um, oh yeah. I mean, she had prepared a tasting for uh, a client, a potential client and they were a no call, no show. Mm -hmm. And that's just the lowest of the low. I mean, that cost her money. Um, and you know, I'm sure that that person in their mind, there were 40 other caterers to choose from. And so obviously she won't come back to this one. Um, but just be careful with that because a couple things can happen. One, believe it or not, whether it's right or it's wrong, sometimes your name gets shared in uh, private yeah. Facebook groups. Right. Um, and so other the other caterers might know already That's who right. you are. It does Ooh, happen. They won't show up. Um, it's not it's not something that I like it's not something that I would do. I'm just saying I have seen it done. Right. Sure. Um, the other thing is though you could find yourself in a position where for whatever reason, a lot of those other caterers are maybe booked. Right. Um, and maybe you regret not showing up for that appointment. And I can guarantee you that caterer is not going to take you back right. because you've shown what kind of person you are. Right. Um, so that's the relationship thing. Again, get yep. the relationship off on the right foot from the beginning, do everything you can to be prompt, make appointments, um, pay on time, all those sorts of things. Um, one thing you may not know, is a really good, experienced, established wedding vendor is going to require your final payment prior to your event. This is not a scam. This is how this works. Mm -hmm. And this is why. 
because there are people out there who have let their vendors show up, do their job, and then don't pay them. They send you from this person. Oh, my dad's going to pay. My mom's going to pay. My aunt has the check. My grandma has it. My stepdad's going to pay. No. <laughs> and nobody gets paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and so right. um, it doesn't take long for a wedding vendor to find themselves in that position. And then they go, oh, this is why all my colleagues have been telling that's me right. to collect payment up front. Right. So um, contrary to what I have heard some uh, clients thoughts are it's not a scam it's not because we want your money and then we're not going to show up it's one thing you don't want to have to worry about the day of i mean remembering all those checks to snow it's going to reduce a bunch of stress yeah to make sure it's taken care of yeah done um yeah and i mean you can you could argue that there are probably equally uh as many people who have paid and then had the vendor not show up that's going to be where you haven't done your homework. Homework. <laughs> you haven't done your homework because if a vendor intends to stay in business, they are going to show up, period. Um, you know, another thing that you need to think about, and thankfully I do get asked this, is does this vendor have backups? Right. Um, a lot of people in the wedding industry are single operator businesses, meaning it's that's just them. You're hiring them. And that's great. It's a great grassroots industry. However, it does leave a little bit of risk if they don't have a backup plan for them as a person. Um, so ask that, you know, find out when you're booking or before you sign those papers. Now let's talk about signing a contract. Contract is legally binding. Yes, it is. So once it's signed, it's signed. That's right. And I don't know of any vendor that has a refundable deposit. The deposit is non-refundable. No, it's just part of the price you pay. Yeah. So if you cancel the wedding, you lose your deposit. That's right. That's how it is. Um, Again, the reason for that is because you may think as a client, well, they can just do somebody else's wedding that day. No, They can't because, you know, there's there's certain booking seasons. Mm -hmm. And once those pass, the number of inquiries we get drops so low that we wouldn't be able to replace that that work. And right. so whatever balance you owed that was going to pay our car payment that month. Right. <laughs> you're, you're still going to be out that. Yeah, we're not going to make any money. Right. We're not going to. It's like. Um, Plus you'll be not having. You're just not. You're just not going to make not that money. Yeah. You're not going to replace it. Right. It's like for some of you listening, if you have the type of job where you can get called off. Um, you don't get paid when you don't work. Right. And neither do we. So, um, you know, the retainer fee is kind of, it's supposed to be an insurance policy of saying, hey, I'm going to follow through. I'm signing this contract and I'm committing. It is a a commitment. Absolutely. It's no different than a a wedding. The license. Yeah. Yeah. What those things they are, the sign. That you sign it at the end. (laughs) You're committing your lives to one another. And you're binding contract. You're committing your your booking to that vendor. So um, don't be surprised. If you try to cancel on them, that they that they keep that you know retainer, um, that's what's going to happen. So be really careful. Do all of your homework before you sign those things because you're not going to get out of it without losing out losing out on some money. Um, and get your wedding's worth. You know that's the whole idea. And I honestly don't know what we're going to talk about next time. It's going to be a surprise. Well, I'm sure there'll be something to do with homework in it. <laughs> and probably some homework. Yeah, lots of homework, homework, guys. 
We'll give you your next assignment on the next episode. See you then. Bye.